Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic. What makes the best leaders so good? Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related. Today, no different. The only difference today is I've got a new haircut. Yes, I do. It's been three months of no haircut, growing it out, wearing a hat, and now I am freshly groomed, feeling great. I got to tell you, it was like no other experience I've ever had in a barbershop. To go into a place that you haven't been allowed to go into for three months and that feeling of just coming out of there with a totally fresh haircut is unbelievable. So for those of you who are listening and not watching, tune into YouTube. Give me some feedback. What do you think? I don't have a live studio audience here, so I can't get some uh, some feedback, but no more hat. So um, welcome to today's episode. We're going to talk about a, a topic, and somebody was asking me the other day, about a uh, the one of the key differences between what I've observed to be top top leaders and people who don't quite necessarily make it or ultimately reach full potential, and um, I think it comes down to a lot of what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to I'm going to describe two different types of mindsets that people tend to have, and this is not just leaders; these are people, just anybody. Everybody has one of these two mindsets predominantly. And some of you may listen to this today or watch this and say, I don't really understand what he's talking about, in which case you might be deeply embedded in one of these. And that's okay. But um, understand there are very two different spectrums for this. So one is a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, two very different opposite ends of the extremes. And I want to talk about what this actually looks like and how it relates to leadership, how it relates to leading organizations and leading ourselves. So a fixed mindset is, as it sounds, is the mentality that everything is fixed about us. So ultimately, we think about things like our intellect, um, our personality, our creativity, our person, our uh, uh, social skills, our um, capacity for learning, um, our communication skills, our talents, our skills, everything is fixed. We're kind of born with it. Now, yeah, you know, fixed mindset still allows for the fact that we're going to mature, we're going to get a little better. But in general, it's kind of that concept that, hey, you were either born with it or you weren't. Um, and there's lots of times you will hear that kind of come up. You'll hear that overall theme, and it may be disguised as people saying other things that lead you to that conclusion that they're really operating from a fixed mindset. And even people that have a growth mindset sometimes can get boxed into that way of thinking. And uh, you think about different things. So for example, everybody's sort of IQ tests. IQ tests, which were developed by a guy named uh, Alfred Binet, uh, he was commissioned by the French government to come up with a standardized test that measured somebody's int uh, intelligence um, and uh, over the span of their life. And he was uh, given much recognition, a lot of accolades, because he came up with this uh, standardized testing me uh, method that's used today to measure intelligence. And really, and it's adapted for different age groups. So for the most part, 
someone's score on an IQ test stays relatively uh, stable throughout their life. That's the purpose of the test. But in reality, and even Alfred Binet, the creator of this, argued against the use of it or too much use of it because what it only measured was somebody's capacity uh, or current academic capacity. It wasn't measuring their creativity. It didn't measure their capacity to learn um, and grow. So it was really a great example of that fixed type of mindset. And we've all had different things like this. So I, you know, I remember going through a physical growth spurt. I grew like six inches over a summer. So I came back, uh, or a very short period of time. And I remember, um, uh, you know, my mom's watching this or listening to this. She's going to say, well, no, it wasn't six inches or maybe it was more. I don't, I can't remember. Whatever it was, was a big growth spurt in a very short period of time. And I remember, uh, I, I came, I went to school. I still felt like that shorter, skinnier version of me. And I still remember the thought, and then I started to work out and pack on muscles. Now, there was a period of time in my life where I was absolutely reed thin, like I was my height, but 70 pounds lighter, and uh, I had zero muscle tone. I remember, uh, you know, just being totally uh, just demoralized to the 10th degree. I couldn't wear short sleeve shirts. I literally wouldn't because I was that skinny. Well, you know, that certainly that mindset in that type of physique or body uh, is really specific. You have these limiting beliefs, right? But then as I started working out and I grew and got taller and became one of the tallest guys, if not the tallest guy in every class, my brain and my mentality was not catching up to the physical part of me. So I actually still was thinking like this smaller, skinnier version of myself. I remember that. And I remember consciously you know, realizing there was like a two year lag. It took me like two years before I ultimately, you know, my confidence started to grow and I started to act and have that, that personality and the emotional competency of the person that was the bigger version, the current version of myself. Really weird thing. But I relate back to that because that's a great example where, you know, my mindset was fixed at that point, right? Even though my, my body kind of forced me to grow my mindset, right? The way I was viewing myself and the world around me, my body just grew and it forced me to grow my mindset. But that was a really real example of a time where I just kind of was locked in that fi fixed mindset, right? Um, and there's, there's a few things that this does. When someone has a fixed mindset, what it doesn't allow them to do, and as a leader, this is key, they ultimately can't see the possibilities for an organization or for themselves to, de to develop. They look at everything as kind of a straight line and linear versus all the possibilities of what each component of that organization can do or people or departments or ultimately their creative capacity and power uh, to go in whole new di different directions. It's a very limiting thing for an organization to have a leader that is even partially in a fixed mindset. Um, and, and as a person, what this ultimately ultimately leads to is what's called learned helplessness. When you have too much of a fixed mentality, you ultimately get caught in these boxes, so to speak, So, uh, of these limiting beliefs. So for example, uh, baby elephants, when they are young, they are, they are uh, kept in one place uh, with a small little stake that's put in the ground and a rope that's uh, tied to the uh, elephant. Now, as a baby elephant, that's enough to keep that elephant kind of tethered in that area so it doesn't go off too far. But what's interesting, as you as that elephant grows and it grows fast to be enormous and obviously incredibly strong, it can easily 
uh, run away, can easily pull that stake out of the ground. You'd need chains and a lot to keep an elephant that size, size, size uh, tethered somewhere. But the elephant doesn't learn that. It has learned helplessness. So in fact, you could still use that very small stake and that elephant wouldn't know any different. It wouldn't actually know. It's already learned a level of helplessness that it cannot escape that tiny little stake in the ground that's holding it with this tiny little rope. And that's a great example. And as humans, we operate that way too. When we get locked in that way of thinking that our creativity, our intellect, our leadership ability is fixed, and yeah, maybe we have a little bit room for growth, but ultimately that's going to prevent us from really doing ultimately as much as we can and having the biggest impact we can. On the other side of that, the growth mindset understands that person realizes that every part of them can grow tremendously. The version of myself in six months from now is going to be very different than the version of myself today. And I truly believe that. I look at myself back a year or two or three years ago, and that's a very different version of myself today. Now that may be in all different types of life, so in different areas of life, but that growth mindset is critical for leaders. The best leaders that I've seen embrace that. They operate with that. They they remove the, the barriers and the and the, um, the roadblocks in terms of their thinking. And, and that's one of the best things when somebody brings into an organization an outside perspective, oftentimes that snaps into a different, different mindset, right? Because that person has come from a different place. They may have seen different things or know different possibilities that can exist within that organization. And they bring that to that fixed mindset organization, right? So that's the value sometimes of bringing that in. So if you're caught in that fixed mindset, one way to escape it is pulling people into your world or your organization that you know have a growth mindset. Because sometimes we don't know what we don't know, right? We can't think through the possibilities if we've never lived them or seen them before. And our thinking has been kind of like this. Well, sometimes we need somebody's help to kind of remove the blinders and see all the possibilities that are out there. So too many people, number one, don't know that they have a fixed mindset. Then they ultimately come to the realization that, you know what? Yeah, you know, I didn't realize that I was operating in a little bit of a fixed mindset. I'll give you a great example. One of my last podcasts I put out, uh, it was, I think I titled it uh, Running uh, run to the end of your cap. It was last week's where I had a hat on and I was talking about the concept of, of running to the end of your cap. And on the promo, I had put uh, something about the fact that I'm not built for running. I hate running, which is true. I hate running. But uh, in any event, uh, I wrote down these words and I look back at that afterwards and I'm like, you know, that's a that's not a growth mindset, right? That's a really fixed limiting belief that my body physically wasn't built to handle running. Now, in reality, I've convinced myself of that. So what are the chances I'm really going to make tremendous strides, no pun intended, in my running it's really not very high, right? Because in, in my brain, I have this limiting belief that my body wasn't physically made to run at a really high, far distance or high level. So there's an example. I've always thought of myself as somebody with a growth mindset, but even I got caught up in thinking in a very fixed mindset. So sometimes, again, you don't realize where you might have a fixed mindset, what areas of your life. So it's, it's a great exercise to kind of go through this. Put all the areas of your life, I'm talking about relationships, financial, business, create, creative, creative aspects, um, spiritual, health, everything, all the different areas that are important to you, family, uh, and, and think through 
pleasure, everything. Think through your mindset and do you feel that every part of your life is on a certain path? Am I just, hey, I'm, this is my physical condition, I'm gonna be, be like this for the rest of my life or do I have visions and a belief that I could look or feel different? Uh, my relationships, are they on a very linear path and this is just the way they're destined or do we have the possibility to take it to a whole different place and a different level? Um, every part of your life, financial situation, business-wise, everything. And just ask yourself, is it more fixed? Is it more growth? You'd be surprised that exercise in and of itself can open your eyes big time. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts. So reach out to me. Uh, put some comments in the comment section. Um, you can reach out to me on my cell. My cell phone number is 860-573-7230. Shoot me a text. Give me a call. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Keep your feedback coming. Like this, subscribe, share with your friends, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody.